Recording started. U.S. Deputy Marshal Bass Marlowe. Today is Saturday, 2 July 2022, 07.30 hours. Investigation of Flight 0492 at Amundsen Scott Sabotage. Received and updated instructions and data from Drug Enforcement Agency and Federal Bureau of Investigation in regard to the cache of drugs and contraband discovered in the LO Arch. DEA has been tracking movements from the drug labs in the Middle East and Western China, moving this new designer strain of opium, which is called Ming La in native Chinese. I'm told it translates to dream wax or simply wax as it's called on the street. I spoke at length with the DEA agent Renee Austin with Overseas International Interdiction. She mentioned that for two years now, they've been aware of an extended pipeline operation originating in the Middle East, traveling through Asia and the Balkans. As they would track the drug shipments through the region and they depart Kosovo, the shipments would fall off the radar. It wasn't until we discovered the wax and the shipment down here that we were able to connect the route from Kosovo to Amistan and then stops along the way. With that unknown route being better defined, they were able to determine additional individuals who handle shipments and are stops along this pipeline. There has been a task force established based out of Washington, D.C., which are putting together data and metrics to determine the extent of this operation, but more importantly, how the drugs are getting from Antarctica into the United States. Once they've established the full route, they intend to close in and start making arrests. I've been told to return the drugs into the containers and rehide them in the construction materials delivered to the station. Once the winter season has ended and the flights begin to return, they'll send us a tracker which we can hide with these materials so the shipment can be followed and the U.S. port of entry identified. As of now, the only two individuals on station aware of the drug shipments are Mr. McTaggart and Zeke. Both have been sworn to secrecy and told not to discuss with any other station residents. Should the outside individuals contact Mr. McTaggart again, he'll let me know so we can keep the charade of drugs being undiscovered. (sighs) The more perplexing aspect of this is who on station would have wanted to sabotage a plane and station systems to disrupt or destroy the pipeline? If, as the DEA and FBI are convinced of, there were also shipments of wax on the plane I was on, simply alerting the authorities would have resulted in having the smuggled drugs confiscated. An attempt to have them destroyed in a crash suggests arrival operations, which may have wanted to take advantage of supply chain disruption. Every day I'm understanding more and more why a full-time marshal was requested to be on the continent. Having hard designer drugs being routed through U.S. research stations is not exact sort of press the NSF would want, let alone Beauregard Lowing. No, Diane. I think this may be only the tip of the proverbial iceberg. With all the initial investigation completed and the motive starting to take reasonable shape, I've turned to looking at all shipments in and out of the station over the last five years. Looking for anything that might resemble an anomaly, such as an unexpected and unrequested construction materials. While Zeke is a meticulous keeper of his arches and operations, he's not much on paperwork filing. Thankfully, we have Mr. Kelly. He's arranging to have a database assembled on all manifest inventory in and out by Monday morning. I told the kid he didn't have to take time out of his weekend to work on this, but honestly, I think he just likes being as helpful as possible. Okay, Diane. Today is a light day for me. Need to draft and upload four reports. Conducted re-interview of the new DeWalt's Landry, Landry, Landry Thibodeau. Uh, fill out my weekly reports to Char... Mm. To Marshall Murphy. 
And then on to something I have been looking forward to for months. Uh, I don't want to go into the details right here and now because the walls are paper thin at this station. Not too thin, Doverish. Yeah. Uh, I had a conversation with someone after I returned to the station and uh, after something was revealed to me, well, let's just say I started putting plans in motion. And uh, after this plan is put into application, I'll give you all the details. U.S. Deputy Marshal Bass Marlowe, Saturday 2, July 2022, 0736 hours. Investigation of Flight 0492 and Amundsen Scott Sabotage. Update completed. Recording stopped. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Came in even better than I anticipated, man. All right. So, when you first asked, dude, I was like, no. Uh-uh. No, this, this is impossible, but... But here we are, my good sir, and here is impossible. Okay, where is impossible? What do you mean? Oh, jeez. Okay, uh, my my bad. <laughs> uh, <duh. laughs> Come on, it's over here. Uh, so I, I took strains of dendrobium and cymbidium. And then I cross-pollinated them. Had them get, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it took several months, and you know, in the freaking Antarctic. So, like, well, let's just say any other grow master, they would have fooled you. That that couldn't happen, man. But not me. Not. Patsy, I can grow any strain and any temperature and in any pH balanced soil. I am thoroughly impressed, Mr. Dobbins. And you'll have it ready for tonight, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's ready to go now, but. Yeah, you know, it's. It, uh, it's just gonna be hard to. watch it go and, you know, I. Move out. I've been caring for her since she was a ceiling. <sighs> Damn it. I, uh, I, I thought myself I would do this. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy, blue man. Do you need a minute, Mr. Doppers? No, I'm, I'm good. Lost myself for a sec, man. Uh, (coughs) Good. I'm good. Uh, She will be ready for you to pick up this evening. Uh, Is it okay if I take some photos for my scrapbook, man? Uh, Of course. Take as many as you'd like. Thank you. So... How long have you been running the greenhouse down here? Uh, um, <laughs> uh, 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 what month is it? July. Oh, geez. Uh, close to three years now. Been growing fruits, veggies, flowers, wheat, uh, stuff for a better part of three years. You know what? Find me. Another grower who can boast that they have operated in sub-zero temperatures. <laughs> yeah. Dude. That 
that's an awesome name for a strain. Sub-Zero. <laughs> I think that may already be taken. What? Damn it! Oh, uh, well, that happens, man. You know, I've done faster, man. Whatever. So, uh, when are you coming back? Around 7 p.m. I'll stop in, pick it up, and then I'm going to uh, continue to look the other way with uh, the stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it, it, medicinal. This is I, I am I am this this a uh, cool operation. I, I'm not selling anything. I, I'm not making any profits. Uh, and yeah. Uh huh. I'm sure. Seven o'clock then. And listen, I appreciate this. Thank you. Okay. See you later, investigator. <laughs> Hi, Deputy Marshal. Miss Kenley? Mr. Thibodeau, uh, I thought our discussion wasn't scheduled until 3 p.m. today. Yeah, however, I was hoping we could, guess could say, knock it out sooner. Um, yeah, okay, sure, let me, uh, no, actually works fairly well for the rest of my day. I'm gonna grab a seat and my notebook, get my digital recorder. Whoa, 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 sorry about that, hold Recording on. Recording stopped. About that. Been a while since I made that mistake. I ran them both at the same time. Okay, so, just so we're clear, this is 100% a voluntary interview. You have no obligation to stay or to talk to me at all, and if you want to have legal counsel with you, that is your right. You are not under arrest, nor am I detaining you. You may end this discussion at any time you wish. Uh, do you understand this? I do. Uh, oh. Okay, then. <clears throat> this is U.S. Deputy Marshal Bass Marlowe. Today is Saturday 2, July 2022, 14.05 hours. Investigation of Flight 0492 and Armstrong Scott sabotage. This is re-interview of Station Engineering and Firefighter Support Staff Landry Benoit Thibodeau. Thank you, Deputy Marshal. I am happy to be here. Oh, again, uh, this is not a radio interview, Miss Thibodeau. Uh, okay, so... I have a few items I wanted to cover and clarify with you after the initial interview. Of course, whatever you need. You had mentioned during the first interview that you had suspicions as to the possible saboteur of the plane system as well as the station's monitoring hardware. Oh yeah. It is a matter I have given no small amount of attention to. I think I may have a name for you to focus in on. Fred Ferguson. Fred, Fred Ferguson. We, oui. I suspect it was him. The man who was on the plane that was sabotaged did it to himself, almost causing his own death. Why? It was jealousy, plain and simple. <sighs> jealousy. Okay, and why do you believe that Mr. Ferguson is that culprit? Because he could not admit that Landry Thibodeau is twice the firefighter, four times the man, and ten times the lover he is. And I want that on the record. 
so... <sighs> what is true? In the four months I worked for him, he knew I was taken over as the head of the station's fire prevention team, fire crew! He knows that as soon as he leaves the station, Landry will break every record he has. In the gym, in practice, in squats, in the bedrooms. So then he decides to sabotage his own plane just to... Protect what little manhood he has left. And deputy, when I say little manhood, I mean his le petit baton. That is not a euphemism. He wishes to hold on to his old glory. Okay, let me say this out loud just so I've got it clear. Mr. Ferguson, after finding out you'd be replacing him... Uh-huh. ...decides he can't deal with the competition. <laughs> well, let's be honest here, Deputy. There is no real competition with Landry Thibodeau. Oh, clearly. So in order to maintain his pride, his dignity, his, uh... We call it... Virate. He decides to crash an LC-130, potentially killing everybody and himself on board, hoping that he'd survive and be rescued just to get back to this station to protect his reputation? I did not say he was a mastermind. There are holes in his plan. This I agree. Well, obviously, I'm going to need something more than that to back up your theory. Some evidence. He tried to take control over the fire crew when he got back. He's trying to make himself useful over the winter, not just to sit around. Questions everything I do as fire captain. Obviously, you and he don't see eye to eye, but this isn't anything that is closely indicating involvement with the crash. And he wasn't even at the station when the computer virus was introduced. He is in the way. Look, Mr. Thibodeau, this sounds to me more like a professional rivalry than anything more sinister. I understand very plainly that you and he do not mingle well. Oh, I am not the one who is having trouble adjusting. It is he who acts the child, who cannot see that somebody younger has taken his place. It is very much the Fonzie situation. Fonzie situation. And I'm afraid to even ask, but I assume you mean when Chachi took over as the cool guy for the Fonz on the TV show Happy Days. Have you been chatting with the station's janitor, Mikhail? The Fonz was old, past his prime. I am, as you say, the Chachi. Mr. Thibodeau, this is really more of an issue for station human resources than it is for a federal officer. And if he believes he will steal away the beautiful Catherine, he is in for a fight. You're referring to Dr. Timms? Oh, yeah. I have declared my affections and intentions to pursue her. Despite that, New England hockey pucker trying to get in the way. To steal Mona Moore. Okay, again, Mr. Thibodeau, this is not something the U.S. Marshal Service or Department of Justice really intervenes in. This... This is not over. Before this season has ended, there can be only one station love machine. And it will not be... Oh, come over and have some of this pizza or calzone. I don't know, they're the same thing, but one is folded in half. Fred Ferguson! Well then, Chachi, I wish you luck. Now, if you'll excuse me... Oh, Fred, Fred Ferguson, Fred Ferguson... 
Fred, uh, I like a, I like a pizza, Fred Ferguson. Fuck. So, so, so stupid. Oh, dear Lord, please don't let me faint. That is the most romantic thing I think I've heard in a donkey's age. And I get to actually tell people? Uh, I mean, with the understanding that she isn't to know anything about it, yeah. Oh, Bass Marlowe, you may be the sweetest man on this planet. If I were 20 years younger and Mr. June, Lord rest his soul, hadn't been around, I'd want to pour sausage gravy all over the biscuits you have in them jeans. Whoa, um, okay, I appreciate the compliment, Miss June, but, um, kind of spoke. Whew, I need to sit down here and fan myself. I thought I was all done with the hot flashes. Ooh, oh Lord, don't let this be a relapse. Oh my word, when are you two gonna start having them babies? And I know it's going to happen. I best be one of their adopted Meemaws. <laughs> <laughs> we, we may be getting ahead of ourselves. But, um, perhaps we should focus on the here and now. Uh, Miss June, I, I have this list here that I made of the few odds. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nah. -uh. You focus on that little angel deputy and leave all this planning to me. You just consider me that sweet girl's fairy godmother. I'll get all this taken care of and in place without her being none the wiser. You keep focused on her. Oh, my goodness. I haven't been this excited since 2009's Kentucky Derby. Um, I mean, thank you, but Miss June, are you sure you don't um, mind? I did mention Fairy Godmother, right? Love, romance, celebration. This is what we get put here to do, Shug. You just get back to your, uh... Is all this commotion and ruck? Oh, of course. Why didn't I know better? Deputy Marshal Marlowe, surely there is a quieter way to conduct your ongoing investigation into the most recent attempt on your life. <clears throat> uh, this isn't part of the official investigation, Doctor. I'm actually having a discussion with Miss June on a separate matter. Well then, as this is more social than it is a professional matter, I'm going to ask you that you wait to hold your jocularity for when we aren't observing working hours. Unlike the federal government, our Saturday hours are 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Why don't you come back after that for your social hour? Actually, Doctor, since I'm here, and as you obviously have nothing else pressing rather than admonishing people, why don't we conduct our follow-up interview now? Oh, I assure you I am quite busy, Deputy Marshal, and the reason I'm having this little tete-a-tete -tete is because of this distraction. I've been dealing with email requests all morning. <coughs> On top of that, I'm filling out station progress reports for Beauregard Lowing. <coughs> And, of course, professional and academic correspondence to be completed. <clears throat> Is there something more to add, Miss June? Not for me. I'm just going to run down to the clinic to get something for my throat. Maybe make sure that our fire extinguishers are fully charged. Yeah, in case the good Lord wants to communicate through another burning bush. Or somebody's pants about to catch on fire. So then, shall we, Doctor? Fine. Very well, then. 
Let's get this over with so I can resume my normal duties. Please do come into my office, Deputy Marshal. Now, what is it exactly you want to know? On the day in question of the plane crash as you woke up after being up 28 hours doing science experiments with the other four at the exact same time, do you recall anybody who seemed overly anxious or overly excitable? Deputy Marshal, have you ever known me to pay attention to how people are feeling? Okay, good point. Uh, did you notice any specific drop in efficiency or productivity? Adaptation, improvisation, rapid pivot to a new directional vector of exploration. Perhaps I've been underestimating you and your resolve, Deputy Marshal. Well, when you phrase it like that, for the next two days, the samples being collected from the ice shelves were markedly behind. I had cautioned Mr. Bustamante and his staff for becoming too distracted. I presumed it was due to the flight having gone missing. So after your cautioning, things improved? Unlike previous Chiefs of Engineering, Armisen Scott has had your chum. He's one of the most dedicated and focused individuals in his own field. I respect Mr. Bustamante very much. If I instruct him to improve upon something, he always does it. I never once had to double check to ensure he was addressing the issue. Did you just actually pay someone a compliment? I respect efficiency and dedication, Deputy Marshal. Anything that helps smooth operation and function of this research station. All right. Uh, last question of the day, Doctor. Have you heard from anybody in Beauregard Lowing since we returned from the chronological anomaly? No, I haven't. And according to the station logs, nobody has. And you don't find that unusual. I find it exceptionally troublesome, Deputy. Now, I've answered your questions. I've given you my additional insights. I've tolerated your distractions. It's now time that I wish you a good day. You may go now. Good day, Dr. Wainwright. <laughs> Check. Recording stopped. Recording started. What's up, long man? What brings you down here on a Saturday? Oh, snap. I almost forgot your big plan. Everything going the way you need it? Yeah. So far, so good. I even managed to get Cheryl Lynn involved. Oh, yeah? What'd it take? Promise to produce babies or cat photos? Yeah, I, I think I did remember her saying something about being a grandma again. Typical Miss June. You gonna be there? For this? You damn right I'm gonna be there. Other than Firewatch, all of us gonna be there. Shit, man, in the winter, somebody could be bouncing the ball, half the station would show up just for something to do. In the winter, you look for anything, not the same routine. We play cards, Mikael does arts and crafts, weird-ass speakers make puppets like Richard Johnson. I keep telling myself, build a cage around an ice train, keep them freaky fraggles locked up. You miss him, is he? I'll be a new dummy. So is he? Well, then just consider this part of me helping provide distraction for the station's crew. Oh, hey, uh, 
just left an impromptu interview with Wainwright. You taking his W from the Kibo to Gamp? No, 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 <laughs> not this time, no, no. I was asking about anything he may have seen or considered as off after the plane went down. Trying to focus in on anything he noticed from his perspective about the station operating smoothly during the first two days. Well, not to inflate that big old Kansas cowboy hat wearing head of yours, but uh, lots of people worried about you, about Fred, Dr. Tim, all of you. I'm not surprised the work suffered them the first few days. You know, Larry mentioned something specific, though. An incident where cord samples being stored on outside ice shelves weren't being brought in quickly enough? Oh, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Well, I hate to say it, but it ain't wrong. In the first few hours after I heard your plane had gone down, a pack of samples were supposed to be taken from the Cargo Hut 9 for evaluation. Of all the stuff around here that can't fall off schedule, that's one of four or five. And why is that? Well, I don't know 100%. It's down to some real beaker science stuff, but basically they got some kind of special microscope or scanner or something like that. And they only get access from some university to tell them about the samples. The microscope or whatever it is, it can't be in too cold environment. The ice samples, well, they can't be in too warm environment for too long, otherwise the samples get contaminated. So, in my terms, you can only mix the chocolate and the peanut butter together for 30 minutes a day, or else you can mess up the Reese's peanut butter cup. My crew was eating in that 30-minute window by being late. You don't have to remember who that was, do you? Sure do. Sabine. She was moving cargo that morning. Couldn't keep her head in the game, though. Didn't falter for it, given, um... Well, we all thought you might... Still, you need to give her some extra attention. Focus on the job and work at hand. Woman's a good loader, good worker. When Wainwright started making his noises, I want to make sure I had her covered. Had a little meeting come to Jesus meeting. Right here, Chief. What are we meeting about? Every damn time. Yeah. Uh, nope. No, no, no. Just, no. Don't worry about it. Not a meeting right now. Thank you. Okay. Amen. You said Sabine. That'd be Sabine Greer? Yeah, that's her. Hmm. I remember her interview. Fairly routine. Nothing sticks out too much. May have to shout with her again. When was I still giving you the business? When has he ever stopped? Uh, did compliment you, however. Say what now? I'm serious. Use words like confident, dedicated, and reliable. This is Wayne White we're talking about. About this tall, gray hair, looks like he's always sucking on lemon candy, got a stick up his ass. Said that. About yours truly? I was there, heard it myself. Well, damn. Guess now it's time to argue for that raise, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, man. Uh, how's Chris hanging in, man? Roughly. I stopped by the IT center early this morning, convinced him that he needed to shower because it was getting ripe in that room. He's still eating? Barely. I checked with Dr. Ambrose. He can't tell me anything about Chris's condition, obviously, but said he was keeping an active eye on him. Sidney had been spending extra time with him, too. Yeah, I'll check on him tonight before this thing. He's family, man. One of us. See if you need anything. Um, couldn't help, but, uh, you said Sydney, huh? Not Doc Bremer? Well, I must admit, for as much hesitation as I had, Sid is an all right guy. I still won't sit down with him in a professional sense. But I don't mind us just chatting about cars, food, bourbon. I know, hey, turns out he likes and knows a lot of the old cowboy crooners. Cowboy crooners, right, okay. 
Yeah, cowboy songs. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. Man, you have to be one of the dumbest smart people I've ever met, man. You know you were seen him professionally, right? Uh, no, Zeke, I am not. Oh, okay. All right, Bass. <laughs> um, you showed up, right? Man, you talk about all the stuff you like, maybe how you got interested in it. What you like, don't like, and why. Yeah, that cat's real good at what he do, man. You think you're the only thick-headed, stubborn guy ever been on in this here ice? Hell, half the DeWalt's I gotta have something against head shrinks. That's how he got the job, man. How he's so successful at keeping our clocks clean and not jumbo. Does seem to know a lot about, uh... No, I don't know. I'd know if I was he. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> then you just keep on doing you then. <laughs> Uh, what time things start again tonight? Oh, I want everybody in place around 1900. All right, I got you. And, uh, speaking of the shower baths, man, you smell like ass. Yeah, I guess I kind of do. Better go wash up. Just go pick up that pretty girl smelling like old old unwashed booty. <laughs> yeah, good call. See you later, Z. Hey, lawman. Yeah. I mentioned how much I love having you back on the ice. <laughs> yeah, a couple dozen times. See you tonight. Play on, player. Recording stopped. Recording started. Bass? Are you in here? Kendra. Hey, you. Hey, you? Bass, why are you, are you wearing a tux? Where on earth did you find that? Remember when I got back from being rescued? Well, most of my clothes are still on the side of the mountain. I went through the skull piles from the summer crew that left items, found a tux, and uh, thought it would be good for tonight. Well, I must admit, you do make that tux look good. Thank you. I'm surprised it fits so well. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Listen, I, I appreciate you meeting up with me tonight, and I know that your Saturdays you tend to like to keep to yourself just to unwind, especially with having to pick up all that work slack from Van Zandt being so reclusive. Bass, I have no prop. I'm happy to get to spend time. <sighs> I always enjoy seeing you. Me too. Still, I know from our many chats that you tend to focus in on work, that you seldom carve out time for just you. Sometimes, when you have issues with social anxiety and interactions, you find solace in solitude. Well, all the baby steps you've been taking are absolutely paying off. Meals in the galley, attending movie night. Phenomenal. I just wish that you hadn't missed out on experiences from your youth. What? I'm not sure I understand what, you're get, what you mean. <sighs> Remember when I first returned to the station? We would take morning walks up and down the A and B pod hallways to PT my knee. I remember you saying you weren't able to attend any concerts or plays or, well, any school activities in general. Back when the sad first manifested, I was so afraid to be around more than two people at once. The thought of a larger gathering? No way. Yeah, that would totally make my anxiety go through the roof. I can't even imagine what that must have been like. How brave you had to be. <laughs> brave? 
not exactly an adjective I get very often. Well, if you ask me, it's long overdue. I'm just sorry that you didn't get to experience more junior and high school experiences. Yes, that was a long time ago. I'm who I am, and while, well, sure, there are some things that I, I wish I could change, but I'm happy and proud of what I, um, all of my accomplishments. I tend to look forward, sweetie, not in the rear view. Oh, well then, I guess you won't want this. Bass, that's a, is that a, corsage? Bass, what, why are you pinning this on me? Well, hold still so I don't (laughs) prick you there. Dr. Jennings, would you go to the prom with me? What? I gotta change. This way. the right move, sweetie. As such, it is my very special privilege to introduce you all to our music director for the evening, Dr. Carolina Padron of the South Pole Telescope Project. This song goes out to our own Dr. Jennings and Deputy Marshall Marlowe. Enjoy your night. May I have this dance, Your Majesty? Of course. Oh, I'm not going to have to sing, am I? Oh, no, no. I, I learned my lesson. Well, all you're expected to do is have a dance or two, wave at people, and uh, most importantly, enjoy your first prom. Hey, um, if all this becomes too much, too much people exposure, too much... You let me know, and, um, (laughs) you know what, uh, this is where I need to take some lessons. I am not here to save you, and you don't need a Prince Charming, you never did. And I need to stop trying to be one. We will leave when you're ready to. Leave? I am, I am loving this. This is the most wonderful thing anybody has ever done for me. We are going to dance to every song they play, even the slow, sappy 80s metal ballads. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) sounds good to me. I gotta warn you, though, it has been a long time since I've been on a dance floor, so we may have a competition on which becomes an issue first. Your anxiety versus my needs. (laughs) Well then, if the night becomes too much for your old man needs, 
You let me know, and Princess Charming will swing into action. <laughs> okay. Pretty much got the whole station out here tonight. Oh, I cannot take credit for all this. Uh -huh. Miss June, this is all her doing. All the decorations, the banners, the signs, confetti, food, drinks. I'm honestly amazed at what she can do with very little notice. <sighs> How many children do you think she's going to expect for this one? <laughs> yeah. She is a bit baby crazy, isn't she? Mr. Kelly has told me a story or two about how she'll zero in on any conversation where babies are mentioned. Hi there, I'm Chief Meteorologist Topper Hunt. Tonight's prom forecast, we're gonna get pounded hard by eight inches. Expect it to last all evening and be prepared for a whiteout in the morning. this is just... I'm speechless. You have no idea how just incredibly sweet this all is. I thought I was going to be spending the evening alone with my book in my cozy corner. Hey, nobody puts Kendra in a corner. Finally, I get one of your references. Oh, oh Chris just walked in the room. Um, I'm going to go tell him hello and make sure he's okay. Will you be... You'll be fine with all those looks you're getting from the ladies over there. I'll be right back. Ladies. I hope you don't mind, and I apologize for interrupting. I wanted to ask you for a dance. Who? You mean me? Do you mean me? Actually, I was asking Miss June in the back there. Miss June, may I have this dance? Dance with me. The cute boy wants to dance with me. Okay. Well, very young man. Let's keep a few inches in between us for the spirit of the Lord now. Yes, ma'am. I'm nothing if not a gentleman. Okay, ladies. Our revised weather forecast. It's getting hot. Regulated temperature. So take off all your clothes. Don't do that. Good gracious. That ass is bodacious. is more of a compliment oh, than I'm flirtatious, but trying to show pictures. Uh, and we are uh, uh, moving, moving, uh, 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 get off the stage. So, how's she doing? Was she surprised? Oh, uh, yes, uh, I'd say so. She is having a wonderful time, and it's all due to you and, and everything you've done. Her anxiety notwithstanding, she seems to be coping with everything very well. Uh, fact of the matter is, I'm the one who's really nervous right now. Oh, deputy. I mean, will everything go the way I need it to? Is she gonna be all right with her social anxiety? Is Deputy? I mean, at some point, it's, it's just time to rip off the ball, yes. baby. Look at me. Yes, Take a deep breath. She's doing fine. You are doing just fine. Stop overthinking. Make sure you enjoy the prom, too. Miss June, you're right. You're right. The, the music, the mood, everything is pure perfection. And the decorations, those all came out. Incredibly. 
uh, I still can't believe that you're able to get everything arranged in just a handful of hours. I mean, Miss June is nothing short of... Uh... Magic? Well, like I said, it's what we fairy godmothers do. Which reminds me... Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I think it's still a bit soon for us. I mean, we've only just become an item. That said, um, I'm hopeful. But for now, we're just taking everything one day at a time. That is always a good plan. I still can't get over the transformation in her, Deputy. This time last year, we would have been lucky to see her twice in each season. Now she's over there, mingling, chatting with Mr. Todd. She's become a real member of the family down here, not just a wall fixture. You sure you have no fairy magic there, Deputy? Well, truth be told, she's the one who deserves all the credit, Miss Chan. It was her that approached me on the first day that I arrived. She took the first step out of her shell. Everything that's happened since then, well, she's worked hard for. In a lot of ways, uh, you know, never mind, it's, it's silly. No, no, you go on now. You were saying, in a lot of ways. Well, in a lot of ways, it's kind of like this place has helped her. Well, now, I'd agree with you there, Shug. There is just something about our house down here, isn't there? Indeed. Miss June, I thank you very much for doing me the honor of a dance. Hey, hey, hey! You aren't trying to steal my man now, are you, Jolene? Hey, I got that reference. Oh, my word. You two are just the most darling thing down here. Oh, I'm gonna go shuffle off so you two kids can dance more. Lead the way to the dance floor, dear. Miss June, I'll never be able to repay you. I can't thank you enough. Well, deputy, we can talk about babies later. Remember, six inches, deputy. He's always watching. How is Mr. Todd? I mean, he's doing as well as can be expected. Dr. Bremer convinced him to come out tonight and just be around people. I know how that is. And even if he isn't up for chatting about anything just yet, at least he made it out. Yeah. Still, I'm really worried about him. Uh, of course you are. We all are. But he's one of us, and we'll keep looking out for him. Well, as long as he needs very well said, Your Majesty. Ah, stop. No more corny jokes. Not tonight, not after. Ah, the best night I've had pretty much ever. I'm glad that we could do this for you. I'm just sorry that the night will have to end. Mm, I think after all of this, you're gonna like the way the night ends. This is Brian Bradley. Thank you for listening to our show. We are commercial free and able to do so thanks to our amazing sponsors. You can help support 90 Degrees by visiting our Patreon page. Go to 90degreespodcast.com. That's the number 90 and degreespodcast, all one word, dot com. You'll find a direct link to our Patreon page where you can make a monthly pledge and get shirts, buttons, stickers, or even a shout out 
as an honorary station poli. Speaking of, we'd like to send a special shout out to the following polis. Nick Wolf, Ernest A. Polron, and Padma Numi. Thank you for your sponsorship. It helps and supports us in so many ways. This has been 90 Degrees South. On behalf of the cast and crew, I'd like to thank you for listening. If you liked the episode and are enjoying the series, please remember to give us a like, a share, a tweet, send a raven, or review on iTunes, Audioboom, or your favorite podcast site. It helps us to get the word out and keeps the cold at bay. Until next time. I'm sorry, Dr. Hunt. This karaoke machine has been acting really glitchy for the past few months. We have a new one coming in for the summer season, but until then, we're stuck with this thing and it's not really working too well. No problem there, young person. As a meteorologist, I'm very flexible with my forecast. Must be able to think on my feet, put my nose in that grindstone, handle a big microphone, and be talented with my tongue as I lay the weather down. My whole body is able to... Improvise. Oh, ew. Oh, that's right, little sweet thing. I'm gonna go acapella up in here. Hey there, uh, uh, no, no. Ew, I need a shower after this. Ew. Hey, Keenan. Wanna make back that $20 you lost last week? Need that talented mouth of yours up here on stage. Oh, yeah. We're gonna do it 90s old school weather style. Mikhail. Wanna trade in that mop for some hip hop? I will be, how you say, your hype man. Well then, let's smack it up, flip it, and rub it down 90s old school weather style. And it goes a little something like this. Hit it! Moist. Chief Meteorologist Zapper Hunt. Weather effect. You ready, Prom? I'm ready. You ready, Mikkel? I am ready, y'all. Are you? Let's break it down. I'm going to warm you. I feel condensation at this dance. Yeah. Your saturation is serious. Let's address it, cause I'm chafing in my pants. Mm-hmm. Tell them, Pop. It's all so bulging full. Too big and long, it seems, our stalled front. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's a towering cumulus. When it's sexy time with me, Topper Hunt. Mm-hmm. Check it out. My predictions will make you all hot. Relative humidity high when I hit that spot. Take my thermometer out of my slacks. Blizzard wind gusts more so lay down relax. Girl, you're going to moisten. Avalanche warning on that ass. Extended forecast make you moisten. Moisten. Severe weather, so take precautions before I start to lay this thing down. Mm-hmm. Precipitation coming in portions. The heat index will get you out that gown. Yeah. My heart freeze will grind when I take you from behind. Frost your face and your snow blind. Look out, it's steaming. The friction layer feeling. 
Lick your dew point and you'll get eaten, pleasing. Weather, storm front, moving in slow. Air inflow, player ready to show. Prevailing wind direction starting to blow. Cyclone sucks and she must be a pro. The slow, low snow coming in like a mofo. See my hips moving hot? Atmospheric pressure high, I'm definitely a plague. Come back to my birth and I'll end up like this. Moisten, 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 moist, moisten. Moisten, 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 moist, moisten. Moisten, 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 moist, moisten. Moisten, moisten, moist, moisten. Moisten, moisten. This is repetitive, right? Moisten, 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 moist. Just keep doing it. Moisten, 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 moisten. Moisten, moisten. Loosen my thermal belt, my filter squall. Work my thunderhead and lightning balls. Greenhouse in full effect, working all night. I service her centigrade and her my Fahrenheit. At Cunnilingus Corleos Force Meteorologists are the best. Then jet stream divergence all over your chest. Top of hunt here and I'm looking to score. Get off the stage! Please, no more. This has been a BMB production.